I want to say that the media gives me depression, but it's really difficult to feel depressed when I get to do a brand new live show with one of my best mates in the entire world, who, for those of you who don't know, I have legitimately harassed for a good three years about doing this. So we're finally here, which is coincidentally the name of the show. My name is Sydney Watson. And my name is Elijah Schaefer. We got amazing topics today, including the fact that for sure the New World Order is not real because all of the people that control tech and the media have bought ads to tell you that for sure they're not all colluding together while they collude together. We're also going to talk about something weird, uh, a little white pill. Uh, a man who caught video of another man taking advantage of his daughter ends up getting released from prison after, well, I don't know, killing him. We got a lot more coming <laughs> up. We are live from Dallas, Texas, and you are here. Well, um, child diddlers uh, killing people, <laughs> getting retribution, and then getting released from jail is the kind of stories we like here. But of course, we got a lot of this coming up. I wanted to welcome a good friend and a guest to the show, Sarah Gonzalez, the host of the News and Why It Matters, which premieres just an hour before this, five days a week on YouTube, as well as the creator of the most amazing and beautiful new makeup line. What is that makeup line? Thank you. It's uh, American, Beauty by American Beauty by Sarah. American Beauty by Sarah. Yes, AmericanBeautyBySarah.com. Because Sarah is, in fact, an American beauty. Oh, thank you. You know, I have to say that. You're an honorary American beauty. You know, Elijah and I were talking about this recently, and I love that you've brought this up, because I said, <laughs> given that I'm not American in the sense that I wasn't, you know, brought up in this country, right. I don't claim a state. Can I call myself a Texan? Am I allowed to do that, 100%. given that I live here? I am a native Texan, <laughs> born and raised here, and I am... I am giving that to you. Yes, oh, yes. you may. I finally adopted. You may. Yeah, you know, I was going to say something. You know, as we come to this, I like to surround myself with very beautiful women. And on this show, that's a guarantee. There will be beautiful women. And if you want to think I'm beautiful too, then I appreciate it. I don't have any simps. We have Sarah simps. We have we have Sid simps. And then we have myself. We also have our producer for the new show, who is Brandon. And if you guys want to simp for him as well, he could deserve a little bit of a, a love there. Oh, I'm sure they will at some point. And I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Yeah, so, okay, so let's get into this for a second. So obviously, um, this entire last couple years, we have found out the inevitable. This mm -hmm. is the truth, that all of the conspiracy theorists were just giving spoiler alerts for the reality of what has been going on. And the situation in Australia that has been coming down upon our heads every day has gotten so severe that a TikToker, a woman, a young girl who is living her life, who is healthy, she's probably in her early 20s, had police interrogate her, search through her, her, her devices, look at her personal data, because somebody neighbor reported to her to the police that she stepped outside i tell you the crime of stepping outside to film a tiktok and she had to prove to them through timestamps and through her drafts and her search history that basically she did not go outside and we are at a point in our history where governments have gotten to a position we're not talking about china we're not talking about vietnam places that have had blatant authoritarianism that Governments are colluding together to strip our liberties and to subjugate us daily to absolute madness, like feeling like we are a threat simply because we went out and got fresh air. 
Yeah, it's really bizarre because when I think Americans need to take stock of what's going on in Australia, and I keep saying this and I'm going to keep saying it and you keep hearing me say it, Sarah keeps hearing me say it. It's one of these things where when we actually take a look at what's going on in the country, they've accelerated the authoritarian route in a scary, scary, scary way. I mean, I love Australia. I, I miss it. I really do. But I am glad to have left because imagine being subjected to governments. And it's not just the state governments, but the federal government, too, is effectively allowing the complete and utter draconian law to come into play that is directly impacting citizens in such a horrible negative way. Like, it's really bizarre to me that we've gotten to this point because Aussies, as a general rule, are pretty free-spirited, free-loving people. They're very laid back. They just want to be left alone, just like the rest of us. And we're seeing all this psycho stuff happen. And I know we've talked about this, and we talked about this on Tim's uh, Tim Pool show recently, about the police and how the police are enforcing all of this. And, I mean, where's, I guess, like, the question for me, at least, is where's the line and how culpable are the police in this sort of thing? I mean, you've seen this every day, Sarah. You've been going yeah. through this and tracking through this. Uh, and you have kids, too, and this breaks your heart, I'm sure. I mean, you've been, you've been getting pissed, and I like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's infuriating, especially when you think about, you know, again, Sydney, you pointed this out. Yeah. People think, well, it's Australia, and we're in the United States, so we're fine. But, I mean, if you'll notice, there's crickets from the left who, by the way, controls the establishments right now. Mm -hmm. Whenever you look at uh, if they're responding to all of this tyranny that's going on in Australia, they're not. In fact, they would say that we should, like, Australia should be emblematic for us, that, that we should somehow model. They were saying it it's previously. It's bizarre. Right? Yeah. And they, they say in, with the At guns? the beginning of the pandemic, they were like, yeah. look at Australia. Yeah. We need to be doing what Australia's doing. They do it with guns. It's, it's horrifying. It's, it's really odd because again I mean I grew up in Australia like I know what it's like uh, yeah. and I'm from the worst bit you know arguably the worst bit Victoria arguably maybe the best bit with the restaurants and things but you're definitely the worst right now it's always the gay hipster areas it that really have is. the most totalitarianism <laughs> what's up with the gays and loving to be put into submission I don't know I don't know but I know we're gonna, we're gonna have a video somebody uh, in, in Australia this actually came out a couple a little while ago but essentially uh, fact checkers have come out to try to fact check this uh, person who talks about the new world order what's so crazy is that the New World Order is so not real mm -hmm. that the people in charge of it or that would be are talking about it by name. But before we jump into anything, I got to give a huge shout out to the sponsor of today's show, guys, Gabby Insurance. Now, um, I just got a new car. I know you just got a car. I did indeed. And I've been working with Gabby for a while. And Gabby, if you guys don't know, is an amazing service that compares rates of insurance in a way that guarantees that you get the best rate. Or if you have the best rate, allows you to brag to your friends to show them that you really do save the most amount of money. Now, I told you, I said, go to Gabby.com, specifically go to Gabby.com slash you are here look for the rates it took a couple minutes and what happened i ended up with a very very good rate not a lie that's actually not a lie i ended up with a really good rate yeah. Seriously. And it's not just like these ones where it compares random things together. This actually gives you the most comprehensive look at if you are getting the best insurance, whatever kind of insurance that you're looking for for your car or something else like that. And I have to tell you guys something, honestly, insurance can be very expensive. And I used it uh, just recently for my new car. And I think that another quote I got was about $500. And then through them, it was like $248. So that's how much money. $250 a month is amazing, Sarah. They'll also tell you if you already have the best deal. Right. They'll yeah. be like, you already got it. Great. Which is nice when you have a company that's like not in it for them. They mm -hmm. want what's best for you. And they never sell your info, which we care about, which is annoying. And they don't give you spam or robocalls. The average Gabby customer saves $961 per year on average. And anyway, go to Gabby.com slash you are here. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash Y-O-U-A-R-E-H-E-R-E -E 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 right now to find out how you can save the most money on your insurance. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and let's get into this. So obviously we have this leader mm -hmm. of Australia that's coming out and is talking and accidentally lets something slip or maybe perhaps they know something that we don't. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to cue that video in just a second here. Uh, but Her I name mean, is Carrie 
Chant. Carrie Chant. All right. She already deserves to go to hell. She's from New South (laughs) Wales, which uh, right now, I don't know what the hell they're doing in New South Wales, but they love tyranny. I'll tell you that much. Um, And yeah, she said in a press conference, actually, Elijah, apparently this happened on Thursday that she said this. So this actually apparently is a recent clip. She looks like, honestly, when she pops up on screen, everybody, you're going to see this. She kind of looks like she needs a glass of water. And I don't pick at women's appearances. I don't want to be one of those kind of girls because it's not nice. But I feel like that woman, this woman needs some hydration. All right, let's go. I'm not going to lie. Let's play this. Will exposure sites be put back in place, especially with reopening and people going back to pubs and stuff? Because our exposure sites still... Will they be put back in place to be listed once we are reopening? Because they're not at the moment. Um, we will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. Mm. Renee Zellweger's new movie isn't that good. <laughs> I'm just saying. She was better in the little black dress thing. That I... She's gotten way too much work. <laughs> why is it though? But why is it that these that these women who are often in these positions are always butch or they look like they've just they're not beautiful. They rarely are. That's why Christy Noem gets ahead. You know, people got mad at Matt Walsh for specifically saying that Christy Noem gets ahead because she's hot. Unfortunately, people get mad at the truth, and that is she gets a pass. She's not even a good governor at all. And you look at these people, and they they they. I'm not, I'm not making fun of looks. I'm just saying they look like harsh people, and you can see it in their eyes. They're Be- empty because leftists are a- they're angry about everything. Imagine. Imagine if you were angry all the time you lived your life just going through life angry upset about everything I feel like it would take a lot of energy out of you and yeah, I think that that's drink, what you're seeing they need water yes. they need some hydration I don't know this is am I <laughs> we all have water out on set right now I yes. mean I feel like I mean Sarah's a beautiful woman Elijah's a good-looking man I'm I could a, be a beautiful I'm, woman I'm moderately you know beautiful looking you are very beautiful bag of Look at know, those potatoes I, I grew them myself can we Thank show you. some legs can we bring the shot Please, I'm gonna be Rupert Murdoch just don't cancel me I've got I've got two nice there you go for walking I wore my white shoes because they make my feet hurt, but here I am. I'm just trying to impress everybody in the chat, okay? So, like, if you like my chucks, that's that's all I care about. For no, but, but this <laughs> but is the... yeah, this this is scary because yeah. anybody who's been paying attention to Australia, which we all have, I hope everyone in the chat has as well, and everyone watching this has, because Australia's like like we've said, Australia's going down this this scary, weird, draconian road. But the fact that they're actively saying New World Order in an official video. That's so bizarre because there's so many people out there that are like, no, New World Order stuff, you know, that the whole well, Agenda 21, it's all garbage. No, no, no. There's no such thing as globalists. And when you have someone put these three words together in that sequence, it's like, okay, let's take stock of this. What I love is the damage control coming from the fact checkers. Yes. As, 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 as like Elijah effectively yeah. is yes. a fact checker. Can He's we, in studio fact checker. I hear from the actual official so, fact checker. So just so that you guys know, this is really important. Um, we needed a fact checker in case you guys don't know about this. And so obviously I work for a media organization and I realized that the only credential you needed to be a fact checker was to be certified by some sort of a media company. Mm-hmm. And um, so I am certified. And that gives me the power to basically just mess with people on the internet. <laughs> and people tell me, aren't your fact checks partisan? Yes, they are. But I thought that's when I went to fact check school that's what they taught us they mm. all are there's mm. no such thing as online fact checkers that aren't just screwing around so um i think we have I, we have this image up uh yeah, let's, brandon let's check that out let's bring this up so this this switches she accidentally lets it slip she calls uh you know that we are working on the new world order and everyone's like don't worry alex jones was never telling the truth <laughs> even though you see the alex jones was right jar is beginning to overfill <laughs> and official fact checkers are saying on every website including on youtube by the way 
that unfounded claims about the New World Order conspiracy theory, you have to call it a conspiracy, are shared after an Australian governmental official used the expression during a press conference on Thursday, also reads that a uh, wife who accuses her husband of spousal abuse spreads the lie about her husband abusing her while she shows up at the police bloody with video <laughs> of her husband beating her. Mm. It, you know, it, these are the people that are a part of this great cabal. They're coming together. We're seeing the same laws being spread across the world. It is not by accident that even today we are seeing Biden, who is dying on live TV. We are watching a man die. It is like the skin drying and peeling off your skin when you get a bad sunburn. It's like watching the shell of a man just peel off and melt. It's gross. And also, he looks weird. He's pale, and he's losing coloration. Somebody get that man a doctor. Around his eyes, it actually looks like he's been wearing goggles, and so I get disconcerted looking at him for long periods. Maybe he's uh, tan uh, tanning in a bed, so maybe that's the issue. Because like, his know skin I mean? is peeling off his skin, and now he has to wear the goggles to appear like he actually has color. Well, and the obvious I mean, plastic surgery is. Can we talk about that? What did he do? Wait, what? Oh, are you? He looks Let like me the know, Joker whenever he whenever he smiles. It's just everything's so tightened up. Um, uh, I didn't know. I didn't know. So it's like the, the female is, Nancy. I mean, the male Nancy Pelosi. Well, I don't know how Nancy he identifies. Pelosi. I did I not know this. <laughs> but can, can we just can we point this out here? This is so important because. Tim Pool even said on this, imagine being a country that has built relocation camps for people deemed sick or suspected of being sick and then having an official uh, use the phrase New World Order, then having tech companies that are constantly censoring people, I'm adding to his words, guarantee, this is the, this is the key phrase here, the people who would be the ones in charge of the New World Order are telling us it doesn't exist. No, 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 no. You're crazy. You're stupid. You, you, you heard us say that it exists. We are doing everything to prove that it exists. But we also told you specifically it doesn't exist, so you need to believe us. I think what's weird about the, the fact-checking tweet, honestly, just, just what you're saying here, too, is that they actually wrote that it refers to new world order refers to a, t a change in times or a cultural shift. I'm sorry, fam. What cultural shift is happening? The Great Reset. That's it's what it's called now. It's a pretty big cultural shift. <laughs> Seriously, is it like, okay, um, I'm just really curious to know how this term that mm -hmm. has been around since forever to refer to the cabal in a lot of ways and globalism and all this sort of fun, nefarious stuff is uh, referring to a cultural shift. I'm just, <laughs> maybe I missed the memo there, but uh, or maybe I'm just not clued into to the psycho leftist logic on this one, but it confuses me. It's like, uh, do they really think we're this stupid? Yes. The answer is yes, actually. I think that they do think that we are all this stupid, which, by the way, sadly, almost half, maybe about half of America, I think is. Yeah, a lot of people are not clued in. Mm. I think that's the biggest thing, too. And I think this speaks to the education system, particularly yes. the education system. Yes. And I mean, you, you probably see this because you have children. Mm -hmm. I mean, Elijah and I have dogs, which uh, arguably is mm. not not the same thing. No. People get really mad. Yeah, I think it's people the get... same thing <laughs> until you have a kid and people you're like, so oh, mad. we can <laughs> euthanize our dogs. But I'm just saying, if oh, you have a kid, you're stuck. Oh, we join Australia on that one. You're yeah, stuck. Just, yeah, you, yeah. No, no, you can kill them, too, apparently. That's fine in this no, as long country. As as in, as long as, as, long as, as the head is a couple centimeters 
from fresh air, then it's not a human and you can just shunt the back of the head with scissors, which is what they do. Yeah. And that's that's what they do. But, but and Ralph Northam image. would be yeah. totally fine with that. Well, and it makes it but it does it does make me angry. But also too, do you know this on YouTube, mm. um, some people are getting the same thing if they search up a video on the New World Order, it is now saying this is a conspiracy theory really? and it is not real. And what's crazy though is if you go to the World Economic Forum, if you listen to Washerman Schultz, if you look at the UN, if you look at the WHO and you see this, they have been on record recently saying that if you think things are ever going to get back to normal, they are not. You are foolish because this is a new world order. This is a, a new change. And in fact, it is so blatantly obvious that mm. many people know this but that phrase build back better that biden used to campaign with was used by justin trudeau in canada and his campaign by boris johnson the prime minister in the uk it was also used by angela merkel in germany and it was used by him why because it is proof that world governments are not working together to change the world because the by them all using the exact same slogan and having the exact same plan for their country i mean i gotta call bullshit here and say this as a fact checker <laughs> the new world order is real. You guys just slapped a new name on it, yeah. right? Yeah. You just called it the Great Reset right. because you didn't like the PR campaign of what it had. It's it's the same reason why you have to keep giving new names to new variants. You have to bring something new to confuse people because all this is about is making people so confused that they can't inform themselves, that they feel lost, alone, and afraid. And the sad part is, is you're not alone. You should not feel lost and don't be afraid. There are more of us than them and ultimately speaking, they are hiding behind a shroud because ultimately speaking here, they could not do this unless we were in the age of technology we are in today. Mm -hmm. They need Zoom and the technology to make us a Zoom generation. And now we have a Zoom president. And again, you look at him today with his new mandates and what he's talking about for private businesses. The man is a feckless, petty tyrant. and He deserves to burn in hell. During our rehearsals, Elijah. I don't know if I want to say that, but I, I did. I don't know if you are either, but I just want to hear how you really feel. He's Elijah. not a Catholic. He's going to hell. Mm -hmm. He's got to oh, burn. Uh, well, apparently so am I. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't claim. The thing is, the thing is, there's a, there's a worse place for people that intentionally lead people down a wrong path. He's, I try not he's to a, do that. He's a he's claiming that good Catholicism is him. He's saying I'm a good example of a Catholic. I'm a devout Catholic, which is a lie. Well, You're not claiming that. No, no. Well, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty stout and honest in uh, in my agnosticism, if you can. Call call it that or whatever the hell it is that I think it's bizarre actually when you think about the Biden is in fact a Catholic because my mom for example who is from Ohio a lot of people just seem to think I just happen to have Aussie parents I do not my mom is from the United States and uh, her whole family is Catholic she actually left Catholicism when she was I think 30 or so just because she didn't find that it was for her um, but it's it's strange because I look at my Catholic family who is very devout and I go okay yeah, this is probably what Catholicism actually looks like these are people who you know they go to mass they actually participate in their communities they don't believe in abortion and a bunch of the other things that are, I guess, feed into um, a lot of religious principles that go along with these sort of things. And then you look at Biden and it's like, how can you possibly claim and this, I, I say this as a completely objective third-party observer, yeah. given that I'm not religious, but I, so I say this sort of from like a weird sort of standpoint. How can you claim to be a Catholic? How can you claim to subscribe to the ideals of your ideology if you sit in a globalist agenda and you are part of that agenda and you are also enforcing this psycho legislation these psycho mandates on people and also i mean the abortion thing is massive mm -hmm. that's that's a massive thing that people are critical when it like of him that was a bad sentence <laughs> i can't even speak english today that people are super critical of him when it comes to the abortion thing because they think well this is completely contrary this is this is 
uh, on the opposite end of what you should be saying and thinking. I just don't get it. Yeah, it's just, it's, and it's not even him. I mean, it's Nancy Pelosi too. You it's know, all she, of them. she trots out on stage and is like, "I'm such a good Catholic, and <laughs> I'm I'm a mother, and I just love abortion." And you're like, "What are you talking about?" Right. That goes against all of your tenets. Maybe you're not as good of a Catholic as you say you I are. Seriously, I heard I heard someone tweet today. They said, you know, when she talks, you can smell the government-funded vodka seeping out of her pores. <laughs> For real. Seriously, I mean, and you know what? She's whored us out, and she doesn't deserve to be where she's at. She's a criminal, and in better in, in in any just country, she would be put in prison or worse because she's a traitor to this country. And I'm not promoting any violence or anything like that. I'm just saying the fact that the things that people get away with in this country, the hypocrisy and the lack of accountability that happens in this nation on a daily basis. When you think about the fact of how quickly you can get recourse from the government, I mean, the maddening effect that I'm driving down the road and I suddenly owe the government $430 because I was going 75, I mean, seven miles over the speed limit. But ultimately speaking, they can come in by something so simple as a speeding ticket, interject themselves into your life, yep. take your money. I mean, look at what's going on with Ian Smith right now with, with his gym. I think mm -hmm. it's New Jersey, correct? It is mm -hmm. New Jersey, yeah. With, with New Jersey. Okay, he, he's being fined, I think, $15,000 a day. day. Yep. $15,000 a day for keeping a gym open that has had zero cases, zero transmissions, and has had no outbreaks. He is a man who is promoting health, he is a man of principle. He is a man of dignity. And the government can come in and destroy the prospects of his future. They can come in and take away his finances, try to destroy his family, his dreams, and inadvertently the health of many other people who attend that, that, that gym. But you know what's funny? Is they cannot crush his spirit. I have seen nobody, and I'm, I'm telling you this, and you can tell me in the comments if, you, if, I, if I'm mistaken. Nobody at the level of a non-governmental employee has fought harder in the terms of standing up for the rights that he believes in than Ian Smith, than this gentleman who has even, I believe, tried to comply and get a doctor's uh, uh, excuse or a doctor's, um, whatever that's called, certificate yeah. to get on planes without a mask. They didn't yeah. let him use it. He followed the rules. He tried to comply. He was a man uh, who feared the truth and he stood for what was right and he's being punished. And that's what I'm saying. We're in a society that punishes people who do good and then you let people like Pelosi off the hook who is evil. Well, but I like that you bring up Ian Smith because I think that that's a great example of the fact that like you have to look at who the government is really going after mm -hmm. here. It's the people who are trying to make you independently healthy, right? The people who yeah. are trying to inspire you to become more healthy, to make sure that you, you know, take your supplements, pay attention to your vitamin D, do those things that the government doesn't want you to do because they want you to be intentionally sick and dependent on the government. Because if they were really, if they really cared about this pandemic, they would be paying attention to the things that Ian Smith was saying. This is why it's so annoying, too, is because then you have not only do you have the government participating in all of this. I mean, we expect this from the government, right? right. We expect this from politicians. Yeah. I certainly expect it from politicians. Anybody who follows me on social media knows that I'm bordering on anarchism. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> but uh, the government is evil. That's that's basically my, my viewpoint. To have a good politician is an anomaly. That's quite odd. They're outliers, in my opinion. And But then you look at the media, who's also complicit in this. And this drives me insane. There was a, a headline or a tweet rather that the Hill put out earlier. They tweeted it where they basically said that their that, that calls uh, regarding uh, ivermectin have tripled. Right. Ugh. And the way that they worded it, the way that this tweet worded it made it sound like maybe we can grab that up on screen if possible. The way that they worded it made it sound like more like the amount of people who are dying they're, or at least overdosing, overdosing on the I word. Because I don't know if you can say it. Can we say ivermectin? Yeah, we'll are say we ivermectin. To? We're not doing we're this. Not, we're not we're not we're not holding ourselves back here. Can like we, we say this, though? We're not giving medical advice. You can say right? whatever That's you want. Me. 
Yeah. Probably. I'm just saying I'm done. I am done kowtowing right, with people. Yeah, I'm done. I'm yes. over it. Thank you. you. I'm that, over thank it. You. I'm there too. If you don't want that sweet one, it's no, no. If you speak the truth, <laughs> if you speak the truth to life, look, don't be a, don't don't be stupid and go off and spout things that you don't have evidence for. And right. that's the key thing is like don't go off and just say, Well, I heard somebody say this. Well then it might not be true. But if you have verifiable, hard factual evidence that either someone is lying about something or you know the truth, we've gotta just set yeah, the precedent dude, on is, the show and be honest with this our audience. Is why, yeah, no, I I'm on board with you i mean i feel like that's what literally all three of us try mm -hmm. to do every single time we it's make hard. content but mm -hmm. what's difficult is that you have these bloody big tech oligarchs uh, hanging over you going no 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 don't say the i word because then we're going to demonetize you and delete your channel and it's so difficult i don't think people realize how difficult it is i said this in the latest video that i made because i just was like <laughs> put me in the bin i'm done i don't know what you want from me because it's like i got to a point where i was like i'm watching all the news happen and i'm going i want to talk about this stuff i want to talk about this topic and this topic and this topic oh no wait i can't because my channel will get deleted and then no one gets to hear anything mm -hmm. so it, this is why it makes me frustrated because we're over here trying to do the best that we can to disseminate actual information truthful information fact-checked information for the most part you know obviously when we when we mess up we go hey I, sorry guys like here's i, I stuffed up uh, we try not to do that, but it happens. You know, we're human beings. But then you have the Hill, who's deliberately, right. <laughs> deliberately tweeting misinformation, uh, basically insinuating that that three times the amount of normal people are overdosing on ivermectin. When the reality is, you actually open the article and it says, "Oh no, calls that are interested in finding out information." Here it is: finding out information about the drug have tripled. Yeah, the I number of calls the Washington po sorry the yeah. Washington Poison Center has received regarding the drug ivermectin has tripled in the past year. Not people being uh, admitted for ODing on the drug. It just it makes me so mad. It's incredible. But it's worded it's worded intentionally too because a lot of these a lot of these calls apparently according to sources were involved with people inquiring about poisoning. Right. So theoretically speaking this could have been jimmy kimmel right god forgive that man what a <laughs> bastard i hate him so much Elijah, are you mad today well, that's the sense i'm getting I, I, well you know i i I've, rec I've recorded a show today i've been around and i am unfortunately like everybody watching this show here living in 2021 right now right here so and i guess you so could say that you are here. I'm here. <laughs> and and there's not a lot to be there's not a lot to not be angry about, right? This is the good thing that I like. And I like to I like to think that it's good we're getting angrier. See, being mad is also good because people think of anger as being, oh well, you don't want to be angry because of this or because of stress. No, that's like bitterness. Bitterness isn't good to where you you're just uh, soured from the inside, but an anger, a righteous anger that looks at people like the hill, these god-awful reprobates. Some some might even say satanic that come out legitimately and they share information with the intention the sole damn intention to mislead the public mm -hmm. as to scare them out of the truth and the reality of what's going on you know why this is so dangerous this is dangerous because here's what i here's what i know you can say ivermectin is an fda approved drug and yes. it is used over humans for other things not covid19 so you know what other people's lives have been saved from ivermectin not from covid19 but other things so when you go deliberately and you come into an article like this, and the, who, who wrote this? Let's see, this? let's see this guy. Who wrote this? Oh, Joseph Choi. All right, you can suck it because listen to what he said. <laughs> I'm telling you, Joseph Choi sat down and this he thought. This is literally what it's like when we were rehearsing for the show. You should have heard Elijah talking about Biden. He'd be like, this. <laughs> and he's like making it, you know, and it's funny too because Elijah, Elijah doesn't just say like, 
this is bad. He's like, this satanic thing, I need to beat it with a pole. It's like, oh, oh okay. Wait, I have a really yeah. quick question on that. When you go home, do you feel like, have you released it all? Like, do you feel better? Yeah, last night he's sitting just chilling with a bloody thing of uh, an old fashioned going, all right, that's Sid, good. you need to calm down. And I'm going, that's, I need to calm yeah. down. That's, no, that's good. That's good. A bourbon you're releasing can take it. A, an old fashioned in moderation oh. can do wonders 100%. for the mind. Uh, you don't true. have to convince me of that. I, I know it every night. But it says, oh, but I'm saying he sat, he sat here. <laughs> Think about this. Think about this. Yeah. What kind of low life sits there and goes, okay, how do I get clicks? Because a lot of these people get, get their salary based on the interaction. Yeah. So they read this and they go, okay, let's take a drug that is actually saving lives around the world. Again, fine. YouTube doesn't want us to say co for COVID-19. Okay, not for COVID-19. Mm -hmm. This would be like taking uh, insulin. And going, oh, people are starting to treat COVID with insulin. A couple people might have overdosed on insulin thinking it treats insulin. Let me write an article. While so many millions of people rely on insulin, mostly because of their bad uh, choices, but also some people genetic, that you go down and go, I'm going to make people think that insulin is a bad drug. Okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to I'm going to sour the name of something that won a Nobel Peace Prize. This person is diametrically and diabolically evil. This is a bad person. It's that bad. is what I'm saying. And they are not only given a platform, but they are rewarded for this. And then when it gets fact-checked that they're liars, that they are intentionally destroying our country, they keep their jobs, they continue writing because guess what? The company already profited off of their BS. Yeah, I mean, and it is interesting when you look at what drugs they're doing this to, right? Like mm -hmm. they have these political agendas that they wage war against these specific drugs but when you look at the facts i think it's one out of every five drugs that a, a doctor writes a prescription for because let's not forget we're not talking about a horse dewormer we are talking about a doctor that is writing human a prescription grade. for mm -hmm. this it is for humans it is used in humans one out of every five prescriptions that is written by a doctor is written for off-label use right. which is what we're talking about here right i don't see any other stories in the media coincidentally enough about any other drugs that are used for off-label use, even though they are used all the freaking time in society. You don't hear about it. Why is that? Right. Well, yeah, why well, is that? I mean, I, I honestly, we talk about these things and I, I mean, I definitely get, I get super irritated. As you guys are talking though, I'm just thinking, just, just speaking about how demented the media is. And Elijah, I know you're going to love this one about Google teaching its staff that listening to Ben Shapiro leads to genocide. I just want to link this in because I think it's important to, to like highlight here that because I'm, I don't know if anyone else is on this level too, but I'm so freaking tired of talking about coronavirus. Like I'm not even going to lie. I am so over it and I just want to blow my brains out whenever it comes up and and you know I love going on all the shows I love going on your, on your show and your show Sarah too and, like, and it's it's always <laughs> coronavirus and I go I get it yeah it's happening I get it I get it I get it I want to talk about something else so just just for a point here I just want to make this point to everybody Google is teaching its uh its its staff that uh Ben Shapiro leads to genocide yeah. Uh, so, and I and I want to well, highlight this because this is just this you know is just how jacked we are. I was going to say we we do. I do want to get into this because there is even like a little picture here that's great. But I got to tell you though, unfortunately, like you're saying, how mm -hmm. jacked everything is and how, how how amazing it is is that right now we are in a position where you've got to protect your family, you've got to protect yourself, you've got to make sure that you have the right thing in place. And I think you girls can both uh, agree with me and Brandon. The fact that we have constitutional carry in Texas now is amazing. And, yes. and I'm so happy about it. And guys, if you're looking for the right way to carry your weapon, whether you live in another state or not, the best 
Custom holsters and slings can be found from Northwest Retention Systems. I got to tell you guys this. This is so important. This is a product I use. This is a product I love. And this is a company that is all-American, American-run, handmade, amazing custom shop providing holsters and systems for hundreds of firearms. And, of course, not only do I love them, but, Sydney, you are now a new fan of, of, of Northwest as well. No, I am. I was hoping that you were going to chuck to me because, honestly, the owner of this company, we spoke the other day at length. He is the cutest human. I love supporting actual Americans, like real true true patriots basically and he's just that he's the sweetest human i really believe in his brand i'm so excited we had a big conversation about him sending me a holster for my glock because i just got a glock very exciting Congrats. Um, so yeah thank you yeah so, so i'm pumped i'm pumped as hell right and so no matter what it is uh whatever you want i have a gatson flag changed to blue that's really cool custom holster i also have a tan one i have some mag holders i have a belt i have a sling i have a few things that i have a, i have the scout chest holster etc check out everything they have you won't regret it i encourage you go to nwretention.com that's nwre E-T-E-N-T-I-O-N.com and use the promo code you are here. You can find the link in the description for 10% off. And guys, I mean, you'll want to pay full price because these are such a good value for what you get and they are so epically and incredibly made. Check it out. Go to nwretention.com, save 10% with code you are here with the best holsters, carrier slings, and different types of carrier systems overall for your firearms. And they're custom too, so they fit snug and beautifully. Um, so you were talking about this. No, and you were I going, was just yeah. thinking that maybe we can get a photo of Ooh. Elijah wearing all of his holsters. <laughs> that would be bizarre. That would be pretty just epic. every single just one of my them holsters. all at once. And then yeah, it, well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> just the holsters. Because then what I'm thinking is then you can join the kink parades huh. at, at Pride. I mean, he would fit yeah. in, would he not? Oh. I already have Except made videos at thing. Pride. And I've already joined in the parade and started interviewing what people. What were you wearing, though? Because that's the question. Um, I dressed as a trans flag. Were you wearing... <laughs> I wore, I wore, I wore, I wore a, 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 I believe this. a, a, what's that called? Like a gradient of like a pink to blue jeans thing. And so everyone was just like, yeah, I'll talk to you. And I talked to um, mermaid transhumans, which is another thing. I talked to uh, demonic <laughs> nuns that oh. walk around in speedos. And I talked to a street mm -hmm. guy who was walking around with his junk in a sock in front of children. And I also saw a kid brush up against a man's junk in a crown royal bag, as well as a man in a horse hat with a full-on erection, standing by children and a cop. And I said, is this okay? And he said, it's San Francisco. So that was my experience <laughs> filming at a pride parade. <sighs> Summarized oh, in 20 it's seconds. Okay. It's San Francisco. Yeah. We're not sure. so succinct, but says so much. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, we're not, let's just let, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I brought that up. I took us here. You I, ruined I regret. I'm you ruined it. I was going to come out at the end with just my sling on, okay? Oh, All right. I was coming. Spoiler. On. I'm spoiler. just trying to set it up for everyone in the audience that we have some photos of you doing some fun stuff where they can go, mm, oh we'll save, we'll save <laughs> we'll that. Okay. But, yeah, this but, story, but, this story actually tripped me out when you sent it to me. Yeah, so this was, <laughs> you know, the, the crap you find at 11 o'clock at night, good times. So um, apparently uh, the training that is going on at Google, and the reason I bring this up in relation to the media is because Google has a massive part to play in all the media that's disseminated, right? They, they are such a massive entity today in this space. They're a huge part of big tech. Everybody knows this. I'm not saying anything new. <laughs> but they do do a good job at giving you the news. Well, you could argue it's a bad job, I guess, because of the kind of news they give us. So basically what they're doing <clears throat> is they're training that uh, the training also involves uh, President Donald Trump. That's also on the list of ideas and people that lead to genocide along with apolitical beliefs such as the phrase all lives matter. Shapiro, Trump, and the rest all contribute to the normalization of racism and which eventually inspires mass shooters and leads to genocide of entire groups of people according to a curriculum obtained by our friend Chris Rufo who honestly has a great Twitter. I love his He's Twitter. A great Did you hear what happened? He's to him? great. No. 
He's you know super about this? Great. So Chris, oh, he left. He lost his check mark. Yeah. So Chris Rufo. <laughs> this is Google again. Yeah. Chris continue, Rufo yeah. was verified. And now people want to know what the importance of verification is. So verification, when you're um, working in media, is sort of like having a cosmetology license as yeah. a hairdresser. It's it's not that you need it to do your job, but you actually get amplified um, by having it. And the most important part is it helps your career because there's this is random fun fact, but your direct messages and stuff. You have this thing called a verified tab, which essentially is supposed to help you to get quick access when you have lots of followers and stuff to people to get guests on your show to get access to publications, etc. So it it really is a, a career advantage. That's what people don't understand. It's not about pride and ego. It actually allows you to communicate with people in the industry right. very quickly which can give you opportunities chris rufo who's an amazing individual and a thinker has he's taken on crt yeah. like hugely i mean he's all right. over critical yes. race theory he's i mean he's got a whole website dedicated to actually letting people know where it's being legislated how you can fight that legislation how you can get involved sorry to interrupt you there no, but no, like, no. this dude i mean i have so much respect for him and just what he's doing in that regard because there's so few people actually taking on crt and he's he's he, just gung-ho he's about also it. going on places like msnbc yeah, and fighting joy reed on it yeah which he's that in itself deserves much respect <sighs> another yeah, person I mean, going to hell i think we're getting up there and i'm not one to just condemn people but joy reed is an intentional she's she's such she's a horrible a live show. I she is a horrible things. yeah i, horrible I can't say person. things but i but so but this is what's so crazy i don't want to point out the obvious here and i hate to bring 2015 talking points but my understanding is that ben shapiro is very jewish uh-huh. I don't uh -huh. know. So I I've heard. And I, and I think he was like targeted by actual white supremacists for a while. I just feel like he's a Jew. And it's so interesting <laughs> that they're saying he's a gateway to white supremacy. Yeah. Which brings up the, the bullshit meter number two is that this entire framework, by the way, with, with Chris Rufo, the whole point was is he lost his, his verification because he was spewing the wrong ideas. Um, and they took away his credibility, basically, that they're saying, even though verification is just to verify him, is that if you say the wrong ideas. I think we actually have a picture of that, by the way. Do we have yeah. that up? Yeah. Actually, Do we want to put that up on screen? I don't know. All right, we'll bring it up in a second. Uh, yeah, there you go. But Chris Rufo, who put this up, right? Mm. He put this up to show us in pictorial format of what they're saying the alt-right pipeline is, which is already the BS. Because this whole fake, made-up white supremacy thing is so stupid. You can already tell someone's a conspiracy theorist when they think that white supremacy is the greatest threat to our society and our civilization. Because first of all, uh, check here. Before 1965, America was a white country. Okay, that's it's changed since 1965 Immigration Acts. But if we're talking about like white supremacy, it was white because of white supremacy. It was white because of Immigration Acts and the way that it was structured, and it was just a white country. So you can take it or leave it. However, coming into here and saying that white supremacy is the greatest threat, the proof that Ben Shapiro is on that list and he's a Jew, and he was the you know the fact that a Jew is on the list of white supremacists proves that that's a completely bullshit propaganda idea because they're saying you can get so strong and powerful not being white in this country that we can start claiming that you're white, where CNN said that white supremacy is now tan because white supremacy, <laughs> do you see that? When it has a new tan, yeah. that everyone, you're a white supremacist. <laughs> yes. You yeah. can call that. But they say oh, this, 100%. They say this too about Asian Asians in the United Le States. They say that they're purveyors of white supremacy. Larry Elder, who is quite black, was just called a black white supremacist. I don't know I, they'll, this, they'll do it to anyone. I don't know what this means because honestly, like on a serious note, it is actually possible to not be white and to be a white supremacist. You could in fact be black or Asian or what have you and believe Clayton that- Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> who? It's just, he's just a famous black white supremacist. You can keep going. <laughs> 
So, as someone who believes only Elijah would know that. Yeah, exactly. Elijah, who? What is happening right Just now? Just keep going. He's brainwaving. Um, you could, you can, in fact, be not white. You can be black or Asian or you know an islander or whatever, and believe that white people are in fact superior. It's possible. So therefore, in that instance, you would in fact be a white supremacist. But it's bizarre to attribute this name and this label to people who don't actually believe that the white population is superior. Mm. So I, it confuses me how this is this new scary thing that we talk about. That's supposed to, I don't know, what's supposed to drum up hatred and like anti-white, more anti-white rhetoric. What the, I mean, the purpose of this, in my opinion, at least, is to create, you know, more division. If we can make the white people into the enemy. Can we bring it back up? Control society. Can we bring the pyramid back up? I like the pyramid. Let's yeah, bring can that we up. bring this back up? Because here's the point. So it starts out by talking about that the beginning of white supremacy is indifference. All lives matter. First of all, check, Sarah. Do all lives matter? I mean, yeah. Okay, let's go back up. Let's go up the line. <laughs> Except then, for, according to Elijah, perhaps Biden, maybe maybe our friend Pelosi, maybe... Uh... Biden actually has no blood flow. He's as white as it gets at this point. <laughs> Even if he... But, but look, but it says that you have an indifference. There is There are two sides to every story. A political beliefs, avoiding confrontation, and politics don't affect me. So they say that becoming a white supremacist starts with indifference, that there are two sides. So already they're throwing out this objectivity and saying that this is... this is We've seen this before, where they say that being white is associated with, with objectivity and, and, and intellect yes. and these kinds of things, which... Un- not not being late. Yes, even. indirectly, they're <laughs> oh, saying white mm. people are superior right, by saying right. that it's only white people that are not late that actually care white about things. White people care about their education. Yeah, and it's weird. they aren't late. They're, they care about things like being punctual, being respectful of others' time. It's note, like who's the racist yeah. here? The thing that you're talking about that that was a, a basically like an infographic done by the woman who wrote White Fragility Fun Fact. Really? And she, yes, and she made that she made this infographic for people who aren't familiar that basically. Listed all the ways in which white supremacy is basically permeated and pushed in society. Things like being punctual, things like the nuclear family, believe it or not. Also weird things like bland food. I'm not kidding. Bland food was on the list. And I'm just going... I'm sorry that I'm sorry that like that people like mayonnaise like what like what do you want like what do you want also, from us? Also, think about the prevalence so of heart racist. disease in certain minority communities. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta use the salt sparingly. I mean, you can't right. put too much. But also, when you talk about white people not being flavorful food, you ever you ever had any type of European food? It's yeah. amazing. It's delicious. Seriously. I mean, also, you ever had a bomb cheeseburger? That has a lot of sodium in it. Okay, like, it, but it's ridiculous that you go up the list. They have Donald Trump, then they have. Tommy Robinson and Gavin McGinnis, two great people who have been slandered relentlessly online yeah. and been called things. They are nationalists. They they love their identity of their country. They love the truth. They love reality. I mean, Gavin McGinnis, this is such absolute overplayed hogwash. I mean, I, I guess I'm going to try to use a G-rated word on, on live. I was thinking, but it's you, so know, crazy. you said yesterday, you said, Sydney, what can I use instead of the F word? You know, like f We're not allowed to say the F word, but you can say bloody. Bloody, okay. I think, you know, I like, like you bloody flog. I you like know, I'm, I'm going to try to give you some Aussie phrases. It might not sound as good without the Australian accent, but you could try it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice it's a nice uh, insert because it gives the emphasis that you want, yeah. but it also doesn't get you banned off the internet. So can, there you go. Right, but can I just say this uh, ostensibly here? The reason why these arguments against white supremacy are stupid are simply on three tenets. Number one, while saying that uh, the supremacy of a race is objectively and morally evil, you are also promoting the supremacy of other races, right? Of black power, of, bla- you know, you, you are saying this, all these books at Target, you know, the, the power of black hair and, you know, stop Asian hate and Asians are incredible, etc. So you're promoting racial 
inequality and telling people that their value is based off of their race while saying that a white person finding their value off their race is evil, but every other race is good and it helps them get ahead. Therefore, you're admitting that someone finding some value in their race can give them some sort of a pride or identity to help them get ahead. So it's really weird. So you're basically just trying to punish one race while mm -hmm. giving the other people a, a push in, in a direction that you feel is right, mm -hmm. which is very interesting. Number two, the whole argument is stupid because it ignores the fact that there are white countries. Like, this is something that should not be controversial. This should not be. There's no other countries in the world but white people countries, right? Sweden is Swedish people. Yes, there's always been immigrants and trade routes. There's been the Silk Road. People move around. Kingdoms intermarry. There's always been a little bit of this push around. But for the most part, that wasn't about trying to interject different races together. That was about wealth and transfer and trade and power, right? The fact is that they deny that white countries exist while talking about the need to, you know, understand back of African pride and get back to your homeland and your roots and your ritual and get back into the dance and the rhythm and the clothing and find out where they took you from and wh where you really belong. So they say that every other person in the world really belongs somewhere and has a true culture, but white people don't. Yeah. Which is, I, that's so dumb. It's so, it's, it's, I don't know, I don't think we can say the R word here, but it's so <laughs> stupid because they do that. And number three, it comes down to the fact that simply put, and I will say this, and this could get me in trouble, but it's okay. The reason why I believe that they're attacking white people, the white identity and white race, is because the ultimate goal, see, watch this full circle, for the new world order and to bring people through is to destroy nationalism and the greatest nationalism and threat that is not totalitarian, as or it wasn't, were traditionally white countries. So to break down those countries, they needed to break down that strong nation-state identity in order to come in and to enact the authoritarianism. It's already capable in India, it's already capable in China, but now is the time they had to come into the capitalist, free, liberty-centered countries and ruin them by destroying their core population. And that was their ultimate goal. It wasn't about race. They didn't care. They just needed to take over the world. It's weird that you bring all this up because one of our friends actually recently said to me, and I think this is such a good point. He said, I, I'm going to stop making fun of other white people in other white countries. Also, when we say white people, it's such an odd thing to me because what does that mean? You have Americans, you have Aussies, you have the Swedes, you have the Danish, you have... You bloody, you know, the English, you have the Scots, you have the Irish. Like, who are we talking about when you say white people? What does that mean? One There's might say it's stereotyping a group oh, of people. Isn't that what that the is? whites. <laughs> yeah. But, but one, <laughs> I don't know. one of our friends said, I'm going to stop making fun of white people because that's the accepted humor. It's accepted for me to make fun of the Polish. It's accepted for me to make fun of the Italians and the French and make fun of their accents and their food and the funny things that they do and make fun of the stereotypes that are associated with these people. But I'm not allowed to do it to anybody else. So why on earth would I do it to these other groups of people? And I thought it was a good point. I, it, I'd never heard it articulated like that before. But I sat there and I thought about it and I was like, you're right. Why we can't, we're not allowed to, we can't even say, when I was a kid, we used to say easy peasy lemon squeezy Japanesey. That yeah. was like the thing, and yeah. we used to say that, and everyone was fine with that. That was like, oh yeah, it's. Are it's you going. a racist? <laughs> Apparently, well, she to, is. She is white. I am so. white. It's inbuilt. You know, I can't get away from Sorry. it. I got that inbuilt our white supremacy happening. <laughs> but I mean, we used to say this. That was accepted, and it's innocuous. It's a totally innocuous kid phrase that you yeah. say when you're ha ha. Japanese, -y. and now apparently that would be considered offensive. Saying things like Asians like rice, I am literally been that's attacked. objectively true. Exactly, <laughs> I've been attacked online for saying Asians like rice. They do. I'm sorry, it's like a main core component of their cooking. Like, sorry about it. Right? Like, they probably like I don't know peanuts too. You know, you've heard <laughs> it said. Like you've heard it said rice is great. I forget who what the comedian was, but he said rice is really great. 
especially when you're poor and you're hungry and you want to eat two thousand of something. So you can actually you can actually <laughs> do that. But, Seriously. But, but I'm saying this is the funny part is I want to bring this down before you know. Obviously, no matter what you talk about race, someone objectively says, "Oh, you're racist. You're this." Which racism's not even it's a total construct, not even a big problem in our country at all. But you can tell that this is about attacking ideology and identity, which is why I'm talking about it being attacking whiteness to destroy the independence of the country and to destroy the culture yeah. because you're not even white and people call you a white supremacist because your ideology aligns with the same value of family, of God, of a strong nation, of independence. And so they, they come after you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and not only am I white, but I'm also a race traitor uh, at the same time. What does that mean? What does that mean? I want to understand, mm. right? Because like if white, pe white people don't fit into a particular ideological group, no one ever says that they're right. a race traitor. Right. Right. Why are you a race traitor? Like, I, I actually don't get this. I mean, it's a great question. What I, does that I wish mean? someone could, uh, like, adequately, logically explain it to me. But they Do can't. Do you have to be a liberal? Is that what makes you not yes. a race traitor? Apparently, if yes, because minorities are liberals. That is that is the group thing that's coming from the left. So if you are a liberal, you're totally fine. Right. But if you're not, you're not group thinking with us. And you're a race traitor. And then you're kicked out of the tribe. This is the problem. I mean, just saying race traitor is like so inherently racist. It's just in so itself. bizarre. Tribalism in this capacity is so bizarre. You know yeah. what's even more bizarre, too, is that people from Central and South America predominantly, I think really when you get down to it, when you strip it all back, are actually very conservative. conservative. Yes, especially like, socially. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, especially, too, because a lot of them are very religious. Yes. They're, very, they're very Christian. Yes. Or at least some denomination of, of Christian. And they, they do they're have these... They're very pro-life. They're very pro-family. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. very pro-like... Well, yes. not, not just nuclear family. I guess there's, like, a lot of extended uh, family that... I guess, uh, raises children yes. and participates in the family life. But they're still very family-oriented. They're very work-oriented. I, I it's just bizarre to me. And that's something that has always bugged me about the way that the media treats us, the way that the left treats us, and uh, quite honestly, the way that a good chunk of minorities yeah. act. And they buy it all. They take it hook, line, hook, line, and sinker. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you guys are not listening to the actual ideas that these people are purporting because if you mm -hmm. did, you would say, no, wait a second. We're totally against that. Right. But for some reason, I think with the media's help, they are able to create this narrative that we need them somehow. Well, I mean, I guess the Kool-Aid's strong, yeah? Yeah. The Kool-Aid tastes good and it's strong and it's easy to consume. I mean, if, if you're being told, but again, we come back to the media. We come back to the dishonest media that's constantly saying, hey, uh, you know, there's uh, there's damn whiteies, there's damn people that, that yeah. promote these conservative values. They're them bad people. You don't want to be like that. Re so, hey, come over to our side right. of the fence. It's yeah. much, much better. We have t-shirts. Republicans hate you. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a war on women. And mm -hmm. by the way, Donald Trump, hates Mexicans. He thinks you're all rapists and murderers. I mean, I, we could go on all night. Yeah, that was one of the worst things, honestly, that whole MS-13 saying that he's so just, I can't even... For you know, people who don't remember no, that one. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I fully do. It's I incredible. I think it's as, so bad. As, we, as we think about that, you know, we can get really discouraged every day. And I don't want this show to always be discouraging i definitely want there to be says the guy who's blown up for the last i know i was well, gonna say Elijah, you're normally comic <laughs> relief and i'm normally the one going we're all doomed it's all happening well, we're all gonna die the problem is is you picked some stories today that are just very interesting uh and and actually strike me that he cares about you see well he cares yeah you got me fired today i've just been frustrated because of obviously with what biden's been doing how stupid yeah. it is but i know you you brought up particularly um, a very interesting story to me that that really stood out from the Daily Mail. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And this one freaked uh, me out, too. It, yeah, but this is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, it says here that a Russian father who killed his uh, 
No, so basically, what, what happened I'm gonna here? I'm gonna jump in there because <laughs> yeah. this, guys, I gotta be honest. Um, I love weird crap that I find on the internet. I really do. This story, oh man. So basically, what happened was a Russian father found that his friend had uh, assaulted his daughter. There's words here that I can't say uh, when we're live, but you you get the idea. And then he took it upon himself to murder that friend. Um, and what's interesting Fair. is that <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of fathers who'd be like, yeah, well, I'm fine with that. Um, what's interesting is that because people got up in arms about the fact that obviously when you murder people, there's criminal charges that come with that. Um, he's he's actually been released. And he, as far as my understanding goes, is now only on house arrest for t- only two months. Now, I went and looked into this because mm-hmm. I was interested. I thought there's been stories and I couldn't find articles. So re- regrettably, we can't grab this up on screen. But for uh, other countries around the world, I remember a story in Australia where a father had found a man standing outside of his daughter's uh, bedroom, effectively, and beat the living crap out of this guy. And this, and I believe this happened in Queensland. And he, that father, was arrested. Um, and I believe he was actually charged for that. And I believe he was sent to prison. People can fact check me on that one. I'm not sure. But then I looked up a couple stories in America. Same thing. These people who find that their daughters have been uh, assaulted or... Uh, you know, actually penetrated without their consent, end up being arrested for taking it into mm-hmm. their own hands and doing something about the situation. Now, what people think about mob justice or you know individual vigilantism, I'm going to leave that up to the people in the comments. You don't blame them though. Like, I don't. Uh, no. you know, Not you at don't, all. You know, that's no. why this story is yeah. crazy. If we honestly, if we can check that up on screen just for for a little while longer, that would be that would be beautiful. I mean, when you read when um, you read this without saying the words, when you read the the, the summary, mm-hmm. is that factory worker. I'm not going to say Vyacheslav, a male 34, was drinking with his friend Oleg uh, Sviridov, maybe, 32, when he allegedly (laughs) saw a video of his daughter being abused on his friend's phone. His friend fled when confronted, but was tracked down and killed by the father. The father has been freed from jail and put under house arrest for two months. It comes after an outpouring of public support for the killer. I happen to think this, this is an interesting perspective. Yeah. Because I watch videos, right, of people looting stores in California and walking out the door yep. with with uh, just yep. grocery carts Bags of loot. And no one can yeah. do anything. What kind of effed up society is it where you can watch injustice and you're being told to stand by? Well, I'm not talking yeah. about vigilantism. I'm saying this. If I saw someone shoot you and then I shot them and killed them, I wouldn't go to jail because that would be considered protecting myself. Why is the abuse of an eight-year-old girl not tenable to that? Because do you know how much of the world problems are out there, not just from broken families, Mm -hmm. but people who honestly and truly get get taken advantage of as kids end up with a lot of problems a lot and you know what and they continue a lot of the times can even repeat the same cycle not all of them but people are broken out there people are hurting there are so many people that i have met through my life you know i used to work in a church and you would meet people and there was something off about them and as you got to know them you would realize they had insecurities and then you went deeper and you realized it was because they were taken advantage of as a kid they lost trust with people these are common symptoms they lose trust they can't have a deep emotional relationships mm-hmm. they're insecure about their sexuality mm-hmm. they often have a hard time relating in deep intimate relationships they also can have a hard time with personal expression sometimes even if it's so severe can have cognitive developmental uh, uh hindrance sometimes they think they even have autism or something wrong with them but they were just being abused and so when you realize how many not just because of like the act of this but the social implications that come from this i mean some might even say this would harm more people long term than murder and also if you're doing that you deserve to die well i mean i think a lot of people need to realize that when it comes to people who uh, prey on children it's actually a lot more common than you think and the problem is that it doesn't happen from random people in the park it happens from people that you know and a lot of 
So when I talk about the men's rights issue, which obviously that's something I really care about, um, a lot of people fail to understand that many of the men who end up committing crimes against women, for example, were often assaulted as children by their mothers, which is really bizarre. That's such an odd, odd, odd concept when you look deeper into it. Many of the people who end up with serious, like Elijah said, serious, serious developmental issues, they have poor social cohesion, they don't fit into their family units. They're just these people that end up, they end up being ostracized from society, end up Effectively, you find out later on that they were, in fact, assaulted as children. And what's so sad about that is I just feel like there's nothing in place to actually protect kids. So then when we read these kind of stories where a father has actively found out that this, I can't swear, but you know what I think. We'll get used to this. Has uh, this this freaking dead set flog. Bloody. Has this bloody <laughs> SOB has, uh, you know, his, his child's been assaulted yeah. by his friend nonetheless. Like that's mental to me. And then he takes it into his own hands and does something about it, which I think a lot of people would argue. I mean, like one less P word in the world, not such a bad thing. Guys, I literally can't say it on, on live. I'm pretty sure I'm so we'll sorry. Figure out, we'll figure out our language here. <laughs> Guys, we'll figure out over, over um, time, we'll develop our replacement words and we'll all be on the same but, basis. But another story that I found, um, just because I was like, yeah, like how common is it when this stuff happens? This story is actually from last year, from the middle of last year. Uh, a Georgia dad was charged after beating a 20-year-old man he found in his 14-year-old daughter's bedroom, knocking out his teeth and firing a gun as the intruder fled. Now, if I found in his house, in his house, in his daughter's bedroom, oh, if I found not. I'm a woman, I'm not like, I mean, I'm pretty aggressive for a woman. But if I found some person in my kid's mm -mm. room, oh, it's uh, you're it's on. Mm -mm. Oh, you're a mom. I, I mean, cannot even imagine. Right. I mean, I mean, like deader than dead. Seriously. Just dead. And it's bizarre. I feel our society is so backwards, yeah? Yes. Our society is so backwards. It goes, you know what? Yeah, it's actually fine. It's actually fine for you to assault a kid. That's yeah. fine. You know what? Go to prison for five years. We're going to give people longer charges when they have uh, marijuana on them. But you you assault a kid. Five years in prison. You're good. We'll let you out. Oh, we'll just we'll just like trace you and like find out what you're doing every now and then. Why don't we track and trace freaking pedophiles? What? I said it. There we go. I stopped there. There, so there was. There I was. Said it. Oh, and, and also, <laughs> by the way, expect a civil case from the man's family. Yeah, uh, exactly. Coming, come, oh, after you get out of jail, expect a civil case. It is bizarre to me. Yeah. We live in such a, a a bullshit backwards society where it's all this coming is, out now. Seriously, well, yeah, no, I'm, now <laughs> I'm mad. I was just mad about the white people thing. Now I'm like, children, I don't know what's happened to me. It's like I, I got over the age of 25, something clicked into gear, and I went, holy crap, kids, I care about them, and they're awesome, <laughs> and I don't want anybody to ever hurt them ever again. This story makes me so upset. This one, this one about the father being charged after beating the crap out of somebody and, and honestly why were you in his child's room i i, yeah. I know that ever, any parent in the comments any parent listening to this is like you you're fair game yeah you are fair absolutely game. incredible and i would also say i would love to see any sort of studies on the psyche of a person of a parent who is going through that in real time yeah because i mean because i legitimately i can't even imagine but i would venture to say that i would have absolutely no control over what i did mm. in the moment that I'm seeing that happen to my child, 110%. I'm not surprised. Right. No, but you know, I think this is where we, we've gotten to a weird place in society to where because we have given judgment and justice into the hands of the government, we've ended up in a position to where we'd expect the government to therefore be just. Now we are living in a day and age when the government no longer executes justice. They deliver partisanship. A good example would be the Black Lives Matter riots and Antifa uh, burning down buildings around the country, which I've witnessed that they also call a conspiracy theory. Although, how do I have 
hundreds of hours of footage of this happening around the country over a year of my life too. It's a because, deep fake. Yeah, it was a deep fake. Um, it's I watched just this. an idea. Yeah, but Did I, you but I watched it. I watched it happen, right? And I watched the lot, the lack of prosecution. I watched it take years to put people in prison. I watched it take, it's taken like oh, well over a year for some of these people to even get charged. Mm. And then I watched the Capitol riot and I watched the way that right-wingers are currently being held as political prisoners. The way that people are getting, one man getting up to eight months in, in uh, prison for picketing, for basically for protesting where he shouldn't. Okay, this is not justice. This is tyranny. This is, this is petty and absolute reckless authoritarianism that is being backed by the elites by the media and of course by the tech oligarchs and when i look at this i say our police are not on our side lauren southern gosh she is such a beautiful person inside and out i love her so much she wrote something that, that really uh, brought me to to the center here she goes I really wish Black Lives Matter wasn't just such a piece of shit organization because <laughs> we really need reforms in the justice system and yes. policing yeah. yes. genuinely a hundred percent. And the fact that the organization calling for that is so stupid and did it in such a dumb way mm. that did nothing that was about political partisanship. I mean, when you look at the police state that we're getting into, when you watch what's going on, it should alarm you. It should alarm you. You know, maybe you maybe you intentionally go through TSA because you haven't been touched in a while and you just want to feel the warm hands of a human being. <laughs> being a 340 pound person whose gender you can't identify but of course through that face shield you can feel their breath and you go man i even asked the guy last time and he's, he was touching my nuts I was like you enjoying this he's like <laughs> rubbing me down I'm like bro come on man he's like sorry you were subject to a random test oh. and i was like you know what happened if i subjected someone on the street to a random test i'd be charged with rape buddy <laughs> so it's like it's not it's they have these rights and these rules that are violating our rights and rules and when you find out that looters are not getting charged that people who are in people's rooms they don't get charged the person who beat them up gets charged I mean, this is wrong to where you say, my government does not fight for righteousness. So no, I'm not saying vigilantism is good in terms of go out and do the job of the people who enact justice for them. But when nobody is enacting the job of justice, then who's going to answer that call? And how dare you prosecute a man for protecting his kid? That's the most manly, also most masculine and fatherly thing in a society could uphold and do. And the fact that they would prosecute him for that, I mean, quite frankly, anyone who fought him on that would deserve to go to jail as well for withholding obstructing justice well i mean yeah but the, uh, you think about it it happened in russia where they let him out they let out the father in russia in america he's probably sitting in prison let's be real or he probably i don't know maybe you got to suspend a sentence but the reality is they, they do this in australia they do this in america weirdly enough not in russia i don't know what that says about uh about the state of our countries but it certainly says something about russia right now yeah, you know what? I was gonna say this. You know, usually at this show, at this point, we would be um, going to like super chats. Although I have not figured out how to work this machine <laughs> and don't know <laughs> how to read chats uh, really on here at all. So we've we, reached that age. So, but no, but we will. They, they literally. I'm. They're so cool. I love the team here, and I asked them for this last minute, and they handed it to me right before we went on the show, and I haven't set this up properly <laughs> yet. But we will be reading your chats in the future. We will be diving in not just super chats on YouTube, but we're gonna find a way also for the Blaze TV subscribers as well to be able to read your chats. You can subscribe on there as well that's so absolutely important um but uh, today since we don't have the ability to do chats apparently a while ago we threw out uh this idea Not a while ago like a, like a couple days okay. ago we threw out the idea that well Someone, you, I mean, that sydney's single it's weird you're if married if i'm I married yes yes yeah, she needs we need it she's we need young a, a single and ready to mingle good i man think we should her. go to the wide shot of how tall i am again
fan because this explains. Look, fam, you think I can look find those, someone to date because please, men in America are not tall. I'm with sorry, those legs, guys. yes. Well, what, what do you mean? I'm a very tall person. Yeah, but you're like, mm. but you're married to an Australian who's who's also, also, also very tall. <laughs> true. She's, have you looked at her? I see. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's very tall. Everyone's tall she's and gangly. She's a beanpole. So, so what our wonderful <laughs> producer did apparently was he got some messages about. Marrying little old me, and uh, and uh, you can explain this one, Brandon. Oh, you take it away. Wait. So yeah, I mean, you guys gave out my email address on Tim Tim Pool's show, uh, oh, basically God. soliciting people to email me with their pitch for Sydney. And I thought it'd be better if they gave me a short video so that they could give it to you directly. I haven't seen these. Just yeah. to be clear, I've not seen. None of us have seen this any is of these. Very exciting. So this is a live. Reaction. All right. So we're, are we looking at these right now? <laughs> are we going to, Brandon? Are you gonna Let's you want you want to check them out? My name's Aaron, and I live out here in the beautiful state of. Texas, and I wanted to know if I could take you out for a day around town, wow. possibly oh, a romantic he's dinner. Cute. Let me know. Peace. <laughs> Aaron, all right. So okay. what are we thinking about Aaron? I mean, this is real. Aaron you has actually genuinely like a really nice face. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Okay. Aaron's a good looking boy, and okay. I like the accent. Is Aaron above? Is Aaron six foot? Uh, I believe they both mentioned they were over six foot. My okay. favorite part. Sydney. All right. Yeah. My we favorite part is he did the first half with no shirt. I and know. And then he cut to the shirt. He's on. like, look, I do activities <laughs> outside. Yeah. Was he you trying to? Did he have depth? Was he just trying to show that he's like, yeah, activities? He's a buff guy or he's something? He's trying to I think show so. he yep. could defeat COVID. Okay. I try not to like objectify. Immune system. I don't want to objectify. We're not objectifying him. Saying, does he um, seem like a nice guy? That he could protect you? That's the nice way yeah. to look at it. Is does well, he look like know, he has the ability to not die from diabetes at 35? I was going to say. I mean, I was just going to say, is he strapped? Because that's probably what counts a little bit more. Okay. Do you, what does, does he favor do, strapped when he's got a gun on him? Okay, I thought you meant, man. I, yeah, okay. I know where your brain's going. No, I just want to, we I, were talking yeah. about, we should talk about dating and I'm going, yeah. okay. Uh, it's a live right. show. This is a All little right. too <laughs> personal. So that's, so that's Aaron. What do you think? Would you go out with him? I, you know what? Yeah, I, I would go out with Aaron. Aaron. Oh, if he's normal. Aaron. Can he speak English? Is and, he here is in he Texas? Smart? Are you in Texas, Aaron? He is. He said he was. Is he clever? Oh, okay. I like clever boys. Yep. I okay. like the clever ones. Aaron, says, slide into her DMs. <laughs> slide into her DMs. Do it. That's how I met Kez. I slid into her DMs, and now we are married three yeah. years, almost three years. So that's I good. I love that. It yeah. works. Yeah, no. Aaron, he, so you'll respond to, you'll at least respond to a message from if Aaron. If he emailed me, I would respond. Okay. If you email her, you respond. Do we have anybody else? Yeah, we got one more. Let's, uh, let's run uh, the next one. Okay. That's not me. <laughs> I want to marry you. I'll give you a few reasons on why you should date me. So here goes real quick, 30 seconds. All right, here we go. I am tall. I am okay. finishing my degree in rocket science, which I did oh. take a break from, but I'll be done by next year. Oh. I do oh. my own things, all of them. Um, I have dog, too. Oh. Oh. Probably to a stupid level, but oh. I love dogs. Um, you are extremely smart, and you're confident. Wow, I'm, I'm blushing. Smart. I hope, is he talking to me? I'm also confident, <laughs> and I think personally we could actually vibe because we both prefer conversation over argument, oh. which is something I'd like to explore. Okay. All dating is to me is just seeing if people mesh. I want to make sure that we can vibe, so why not? And I'll fly out to Texas on my own dime if I have to. Rocket scientist. Wow. What was his name? Roy. Roy. Very well spoken. Where's Rocket Roy? Roy. Where's Roy from? Rocket Roy. Uh, I believe Roy is located. He's not located in Texas. Let me bring up his. I don't want to give up his actual address. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> It'd be <laughs> so funny show. if Brandon didn't ask these guys if it was okay to play. And I'm just over here like, well, this one's not tall enough. And this one <laughs> <laughs> has facial hair. Like, I like <gasps> I like Roy. He's very well spoken. I know. I like very the Rocket articulate. Scientist thing. That's yes, very good. obviously very smart. Could, I hold, am... could hold a conversation with you because is that important? Yeah, no, of course. I feel like it, it would I, be. I, modern dating kind of sucks because a lot of people 
people do not have the propensity or the ability to have a conversation. I can't even imagine. Or deal with differences in opinion. I'm pretty combative. I, uh, Elijah will tell you. Yeah. Um, I just you like to see this, this because this is interesting because, you know, it, this is so cringe, but I love it. I, I really do. Because, you know, watching this kind of stuff, there's no better way to do this. You can slide in the DMs, but we, these men put themselves out there. And he's a rocket scientist. That's I mean, really cool. Where the hell do you meet a rocket scientist accidentally? You're not going to be going to any jet propulsion labs. So there's How a man. How do you know? Maybe that's where I hang out all the time. <laughs> Roy, so what do you think about Roy? Roy both, you know what? Both of them can send me a damn email. I will all say right. though, Roy, you get, it's points against you for not living here in Texas. That yeah, was the only that was the only one, minor, yeah. but he's also yeah. rocket scientist, so he could get you know fly. Yeah, that's, that Do we have any? Was that it? Was <laughs> the that it? Iron Man? That was the last okay. one for now. But people can submit more. <laughs> you can submit more. Love. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> are we doing this, is this thing? A bit? Where are we turning? This I don't into think the this bachelor? is going to be a bit. Yeah. This is not going to be a bit. <laughs> this is love this is not, right We're now. cutting this bit today. We're not doing this again. Okay. So, but just to bring this up, guys, as we go on, we're going to be doing the show. Um, like to kind of bring this on Monday through Friday. It's going to be a mix. Um, actually. If you're if you're listening to this, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast only and subscribe to this channel as well. Yep. Um, literally, take out your long legs, just bring them out, take <laughs> break them, out, them off, take your shoe off, grab your toe, hit the subscribe button, and just subscribe to the show. I'm not even joking. Subscribe, send it to your friends, and also subscribe to podcast only, and start leaving reviews because we'll read those reviews on air as well mm -hmm. on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play Store. So basically, what the show is going to be um, going forward is like a little mixture of having guests. Tomorrow we are flying in uh, Michael Malice in person. Awesome. He's coming in from Austin. He just mm -hmm. moved here, and also our friends and guests uh, and hosts from Blaze TV as well, like the lovely and the beautiful. Sarah Gonzalez, who will be a regular on here, popping in and hanging out. Um, and so I really appreciate you guys tuning in for the first episode. It's been a ton of fun. Did you have any last things you wanted to say? Well, I do want to let people know that, obviously, given that this is our first episode, you know, sometimes we will come with bits and bits and pieces and things will change. We'll, we'll integrate some fun things. So stay tuned for all of that. We are definitely really excited about getting this off the ground, as we've been talking about for ages. Um, but we really do appreciate you being here. Like Elijah said, Smash that like button with your broken off leg, with the toe, with your foot, you know, yeah. whatever you need to do. Uh, you know, and make sure, to follow, make sure to follow Sarah Gonzalez at the links in the description as well. You can look at her online, Sarah Gonzalez. Follow Sidney Watson and Sidney Watson on at YouTube. At the creatively named channel, Sidney Watson. And follow me at Slightly <laughs> Offensive, which is my channel as well. Anyway, life is a lot of bullshit. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. you are here and so are we. Anyway, we'll see you tomorrow night at 6 p.m. Central, <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern. Have a good night.